choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's thanks for asking. It's the number six zero. Episode sixty. I'm Swab at sincerely Swab. Kels at KMGZ, and um, we're back. So. We, when did we do the last one? We, we was late. Was it Saturday or Friday? It was Saturday. Saturday. So it's not been that long since the last ones. But we do we do got a few current events. Um, and then we got a new one we just added today. But before we even do that, we got some emails. Thank y'all. We've been begging for emails forever. And we got two emails. So as will be the norm here, if we get any more, we'll, we'll uh, respond to them here. So the first one... You want to read it or no? Or just summarize it? Um, it's up to you. We can read it. Go ahead, read it. <laughs> I'm finishing the tail end of a, a, a cheesesteak, y'all. Um, Alright, hold on, hold on. Y'all was mad about this gorilla. Said we was too hard on the mom. We ain't, um, we ain't understand. Alright, so... First email, um, Heche, I'm not sure if that's the name, Heche, Mr. Rucker, or Miss Rucker, um, and it says, I strongly disagreed with the perspective on Harambe. You both were way too harsh on the kid and the mother. No one has time for hypotheticals when dealing with a 400-pound animal versus a child. Obviously, the zoo reconsidered the barrier was inadequate or else they wouldn't have raised it. Aside from the segment... I enjoyed the podcast and will continue to look forward to it weekly. All right, so I don't know how obvious it is, because let me tell you, as a lawyer, the barrier could have been adequate, which I believe it was, because no other children fell in there, but they're going to raise it anyway, because, you know, for no other reason than, hey, nobody can't say we didn't raise the barrier, we raised it even higher. Listen, everybody said we've been too high on the mom. I mean, too high. Too hard on the mom. That's fine. That's y'all's opinion. I'm... I'm not changing my opinion because I still think of all the people in this situation who had the ability to control it, she had the most. And it'd be different if the little boy just slipped off, but he told her that he was going to go. And like I said before, she know her child, but whatever. It's the, you got to understand, we did that knowing that the boy was alive, that the gorilla was dead, that likely it wasn't going to be no charges, likely nothing was going to happen. So, you know, we said it in that nature. We knew they weren't going to throw the mom in jail or nothing like that. But, um, you know, like, look, um, the thing I I didn't like, the thing I don't like about it is, like, y'all got this kind of tone. Like, I understand human life is more important than a gorilla life, but a lot of y'all got this tone like, well, it's just a gorilla. Of course they shot it. Like, come on, man, that's a life. But anyway, y'all think we was too harsh. That's fine. I don't think we was. Um, you know, I, it seemed to be a sharp divide between people who have kids and people who don't. But, um, and since then, I guess, so people, with the whole tranquilizer thing, I guess, um, since then, people say that they said that if they tranquilize the gorilla, the gorilla will become agitated. 
I didn't read that. If that's what they said, fine. I mean, like I said, that's not the first kid to fill into a gorilla pit. So the other ones they got out were tranquilizing them. So I don't know how come the tranquilizer didn't make them upset. I don't know. Maybe it's monkey specific. Whatever. The point is, the little boy is okay. The gorilla's dead. Nobody's going to jail. I just think it's a shame. And I just, I just, y'all not going to convince me that, uh, you know, that's something that could just happen to anybody because millions of people go to zoos every day and kids manage to not fall in gorilla pits. So we sorry if y'all think we too harsh on the mom. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not changing my stance either. I don't think she was a bad mother. We definitely didn't say, oh my gosh, she's a terrible mom. I did. Defect should come take her <laughs> I did. I'll take that. what we said. I did. I'll take that part back. I was just mad. I mean, I ain't going to remark on her motherhood. I ain't say that. I ain't going to remark on her motherhood, but I feel like she could, I feel like that was a situation she could have avoided. Go ahead. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah, I just think it was avoidable. I mean, I had a fucking leash when I was a kid, <laughs> and if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. That's what my mother felt she had to do. And I ain't never fell in no fucking gorilla pit. That's all I'm saying. Um, I like to get into shit. I still like to get into shit. It's just... And you know your kid. And you know that little boy. If he did all that, it's not the first time. That was my whole point. He actually told her. But that's cool. But but thanks for writing us and thanks for listening. And clearly, you ain't the only one that told us we wrong. So (laughs) that's cool. We appreciate your listenership and engaging with us. Yeah. Um, What's up? So, shout out to you, Mr. Rucker. And we have one more email from a new listener that we gained, um, who's also a comrade of Pop La- Pipe Life. What up? Uh, named Vic. Shout out to Pop Life Podcast. Yeah, we're, we're, we're. Shout out to y'all. Um, I'm behind on y'all. Heard Nye shouted us out. Appreciate you, Nye. Um, Jeff, Sean, A1s. Um, all right, so from Vic, we got. Hey, just started listening this weekend. I listened to the last two podcasts back-to-back. I thought they were great. I found out about y'all from the Pop Life podcast and have now subscribed. One piece of feedback. Sometimes Kells is so hyped about a topic, she goes in without any setup. For example, the love and hip-hop scammer. Swab said the topic, and Kells went in, and nobody ever said who got arrested. Uh, I hadn't heard. Well, I thought that that was pretty Wait, what was it? What was it? The What's love and hip hop scammer. We knew oh, because we don't be giving the background. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I guess we just be assuming people be knowing, but I realize everybody probably in our black Twitter feed. So, um, all right. I thought we did say who it was though. Maybe we were talking because we knew and we just uh, assumed. Right. We talked from assumption. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, I hadn't heard the story and still had no idea who you all were talking about. Also, you talked about the Bobby Schmurda article. I only knew what y'all were talking about because I heard the story previously on the Pop Life podcast. Obviously, for ongoing topics like reviewing Love and Hip Hop or Black Ink, no setup is needed. I'm on the West Coast and love hearing the East Coast perspective. Keep in mind, not everything is covered here, or maybe I just missed a topic and hope to catch up on a story from your show. Anyway, y'all are great. Kale's going in on stuff keeps me laughing. Thank you, Vic. Uh, yeah, we'll try. I mean, we do assume a little bit of pre-knowledge. I thought we... And 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 listen, on the love and hip hop, like honestly, these ain't no people that nobody knows. So <laughs> it ain't like when we be like such and such because we don't know their name. Like we really don't know their name. So if you don't watch the show, yeah, we good for that shit. Yeah, we <laughs> we try to set up a little more. But yeah, we do we do assume a little pre knowledge. But like that was kind of a story that was kind of news. If you ain't watched it, if you don't watch the show. You're not gonna know. And I mean, it ain't like we ain't talking about you know Mariah Carey and and, and Michael Jackson here. So. 
But we'll, we'll keep that in mind. Anyway, thanks for the email. Um, all right, so into our current events, um, we we got some new ones today. But what was what was we don't got that many because, like I just said, it's not been that long since the last one. New what, ones, plural. Don't we got two? Did I send you another one? What was oh, it we was got the, two. What, what are they? And the one you sent today was just an extension of the first one. So I thought I sent. I thought we said Bobby. No, because I asked you. Did you have one? I thought we only got no, one. No, I don't have any. And we had um the, the judge. The, the judge, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was two. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. Bobby. That's the it. judge, the, the rape case. So uh, I, I I had um I had heard, like, about it, but I hadn't really, wasn't really paying attention because, honestly, like, I can't care about everything. And it makes me so constantly outraged that, like, I just don't pay attention to shit. So I um there was a case, I think it was at Stanford. Yeah, and um, the kid is a is a swimmer, white white kid, and I don't know if the I, I assume the young lady that got assaulted was white, but I'm not positive, but I assume so because she was at Stanford, so chances are. Um, and so he <coughs> he raped her, and like I have read little pieces here, but the part I read was like she was drunk and passed out, and I don't know. I made this whole story up, like I just assumed it had happened, and it was in a frat house, so I just. I just assumed that it had happened, like, you know, they, I don't know, I made this whole story up, somehow, in my mind, he had, like, had her in the bedroom and raped her there, but it turns out that that's not at all what happened, he found her passed out by a dumpster, and was raping her, and then, um, he got caught because two students just walked up and saw it and, like, chased him off, and so, and so then, I guess, and I don't know when this case happened, because this, we're at the sentencing phase now, and so then, I guess, like, the, the um, the victim wrote a letter, you know, impact victim impact statement to the judge. And I heard people talking about this letter and reading this letter, but again, I just can't with everything. So I didn't pay any attention. And so then I guess the judge only gave the boy six months talking about, well, he's already been through enough and this is going to damage his reputation. And, and then I guess the boy's father wrote a letter and he just basically skirted all responsibility and, oh, it's just 20 minutes of fun and his life is ruined now and just a bunch of bullshit. And the boy only got six months. And so that made me look more into the case. And then I saw, like, yo, this was, like, some foul shit. I mean, any rape is foul. But, like, this was, like, some stranger danger ass. Like, he literally attacked her in the alley. They found all kind of, like, debris. He was putting all kind of stuff on her private parts. And, you know, this is... I, I I wish you could hold parents responsible for, like, raising shitty people and, like, like the um other one, the affluenza mom. Like, like you can, like, you can hold, like, if your kid burns down the building, right? Like, say your kid is negligent and they burn down the building. You, they can hold your parent if they, if they find that you're at fault. They can hold your parents responsible for that. And they, you know, your parents got to pay, y'all can get sued, all that shit, right? So if they could do that for that, I don't understand why if you raise this fucking asshole-ass kid, who fucking goes out and rapes this girl? I'm like, man, I don't know. I just, I just feel like he's, there should be a way to hold people like to be people like this responsible because I'm tired of these little privileged ass little fucking usually white, not always, usually white pricks doing shit like this and just not taking no responsibility and just oh what was me and all this bullshit and the courts going along with it meanwhile you got people been locked up for decades for shit they didn't even do cleared on DNA and everything and they can't get out of jail and here this motherfucker go and he only gets six months and it's like the dismissal of the victim was just so like 
Like, how long are we going to do this, man? It's 2016. How long are we going to keep carrying these old-ass, antiquated, bullshit-ass ideas? Oh, well, she shouldn't have been drinking, and she's promiscuous. That's bullshit. Like, you rape because you're a rapist, because you feel like that that person don't matter, and you can take whatever you want to take and then just blame them for it, and oh, well, you shouldn't have been here, you shouldn't have been there, you shouldn't have been doing this. Like, I'm sick of that shit, man. I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick of these old ideas. I'm sick of these old people. I'm sick of y'all recycling the same ignorance. Like, I'm tired of y'all. I just want to step over all of y'all. Like, Alan fucking Iverson. I'm sick of y'all, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was, um, ludicrous. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm just not surprised. And that's a sad state to be in where it's like, I'm just numb. You know what I'm saying? A black dude could go out there and do the same thing, and he's spending the rest of his life in jail. The we know that. His life. We know that. Under the jail. They're going to talk about him like he's the worst thing ever, which they should, but still. Yeah, you know, they're going to bring up that fucking pencil he stole in the fucking first grade. And his mom and dad's criminal record and all this bullshit. Yeah, shit like that. And then I just, just the audacity of the father to, like, dismiss the victim in that 20 minutes of fun. Who had fun? Seriously. (laughs) Who had fun? This girl has to wake up to realizing that she's fucking been raped and, like, deal with that shit for the rest of her life. That was, okay, so 20 minutes of fun for him, but that was 20 minutes of, it took 20 minutes to ruin that girl's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't come back from shit like that. You don't. And and the other thing like that, like, I, y'all know what I've done before. I've, I've explained it, and we take a lot, in, in that line of work, we take a lot of classes on, like, human behavior, human um, abnormal psychology, psychology, like, a lot of the shit that, like, excuse me, the FBI and different agencies that follow, like, deviant behavior and try to catch, like, we take a lot of that because a lot of it applies to different areas, right? And I'm a firm believer, that's why I always say you got to pay attention to details, and I'm a firm believer that people are never just, like, not shit in one area. You have, people are, they show themselves all the time, and you're not going to tell me that this boy perfectly innocent, all-American boy, never did nothing, and he's always been good, and then all of a sudden, he just rapes a girl he finds unconscious in the alley, like, that, it doesn't happen like that, this motherfucker has done shit before, he showed behavior before, and nothing has ever happened, he's never suffered any consequences, his parents probably made excuse for him, and now here we are, and, and that's, that's what I'm tired of, it's like, man, I'm tired, and, and again, white people, not all, we gotta say this sometime, but it's a huge, part of y'all culture, which y'all impress upon everybody else, this whole, you know, men are everything, and whatever they want, they gotta take it, and women, you don't matter, and you know, if you you get raped, you're a hoe, and all this bullshit that got the whole world fucked up, I'm tired of it, and I'm tired of it being perpetrated, I mean, that's why Donald Trump, he represents everything that is reprehensible, and that fucking destroyed the world with fucking white men and y'all bullshit, and it's at a peak now, and I feel like he's about to get wiped off the map, and hopefully all that shit can go with him, because it's enough, and we're tired of it, and we're over it, and those of us who are civilized, and smart, and intelligent, are ready to move on, and y'all motherfuckers can come with us, or y'all can fucking die, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my cousin earlier today, and yeah, man, I'm sick of, like, I'm sick of women being looked at as a lesser 
being, uh, of having a, a an inferior existence. Like, that's not the case, man. You know, if, if for anything, like, look at the fact that women are able to bear and create life. That in itself is, like, a freak of nature and, and power. Um, but aside from that, what, like, what the fuck is the difference? Like, I'm, I'm so sick of this. You know, I've recently, like, started dabbling, not dabbling in different religions, but, like, educating myself on other stuff. Like, I think I, I was talking to you about, um, I think it was last, shit, on the last episode when I was saying that the Bible tells you to be a yeah. slave to your to master, shit like that. Yeah. Like, I saw that shit, and that shit changed my whole everything. I'm just <laughs> like, the fuck? The hell? Like, and I'm having a conversation, you know, with my cousin about shit like that, and I'm just like, man, I'm just sick of, like, women can do all this shit. Women can run this shit, and women have been Women do shit. run this shit. Women make the world go round. <laughs> like, this has been, this is not new, but it's time for, oh, <coughs> excuse me, y'all. It's time for the world to start acknowledging the women for the, the women for the, the, the greatness that we fucking are. Like, it's time for women to start acknowledging themselves too, because you can't this oppress. Is true. You can't oppress the people just without the help of the people, and it's a lot of y'all women out here bowing and scraping and buying into this whole tech bullshit and this woman's place and woman's role, and y'all need to cut that shit out because y'all been lied, hoodwinked, led astray. Uh, dick Rock ain't land on y'all ain't land on Dick Rock. Dick Rock landed on y'all. Y'all need to cut that shit out and fucking read and, and, and put that fucking Bible down. And no disrespect to, you know, religion, but, hey, that shit is meant to oppress you and hold you in your place and keep you down. So, whatever. We ain't trying to make this the deep episode, though. But, yeah, go ahead. Word. I be wanting to talk about it, but I don't be wanting to be up there sounding like Susan B. Anthony and shit like that. <laughs> so, I don't know have time. Angela me. Davis. Fuck yeah. Susan B. Anthony. Nah, no, fuck her. She, she, on the, she on some coin. I don't know what. She can... <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's just that was I hope and now I guess there's some kind of sig I don't know if they're gonna be able to do anything to judge other than I I think he's elected, which is a terrible practice electing judges. That's how this shit happens. But hopefully, you know, they'll get him up out of there. But I read today though, they might um something about the kid lied, like in his sentencing, um when you get sentenced like your your attorney presents, you know, all the all the things they want the judge to consider in sentencing. And I read today that he lied about being clean and never doing drugs. Supposedly he got all, there's all kind of videos of him, you know, being drunk and all of that shit. So they were like, they, that might be able to, they might be able to use that to get the proper sentence. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't even know what state it's in. Um, so I guess it's in California, but, um, I'm about to say, did it happen there? Yeah. It was that. Uh, I don't know. I assume, yeah, it was just frat parties. So it probably was at school. So I'm assuming it was in California. So um, maybe, you know, maybe that'll work for them or something. But that was, that's terrible. And you should like dismiss, to dismiss that woman and what she went through like that. Worried about this fucking piece of shit. It's, it's like, not even, it's, it's, it's not over. And that's what people don't understand. Like that incident, it wasn't isolated. Like she did not walk away from that. Like she's not okay. Still, whenever it happened, she's not okay today. Like, that's not a, that's not something you just get over. You might learn to to deal with it, but it's not like she'll never be able to like just openly trust people. You know what I'm saying? She'll never be able to confidently go somewhere by herself. She'll never go attend a party and, and attend it with the same mind and the same. You know what I'm saying? She'll yeah. never be in that space again. She'll never be carefree. Like she'll never that'll never happen again. He robbed her of that. 
Yeah. And he gets six months because his life has already been destroyed enough. If you don't get the fuck... Like, you've, you've fucked this woman up and you've also fucked up anyone that becomes attached to her because they now have to walk through this healing process with her. Yeah. You know what? We skipped over yours and never too. I'll be forgetting. Mom's Combat Jack show, the Cardi B interview. Excellent interview. Um, she's a dope chick. I, you know, I've been said she was smart. I've been said she was it. And that was a really good uh, interview. Alright, sorry. Um, yeah, I didn't have one, so shout, shouts. That was a great interview. Yeah. Um, and she got her teeth fixed. <laughs> I haven't seen them yet. They look alright. Um, Okay, so then our next one is, bruh, if you ain't tell me, but I knew, I knew the Bobby Brown interview was coming on, but for some reason I thought it was tonight. I would have missed that shit altogether if you ain't remind me that that shit was coming on. I mean, I guess I would have caught it by, via Twitter, but I, I have forgot all about it. So our next current event is Bobby Brown interview on 2020. I'm curious, what you think about it? I, I'm always curious about the people who weren't old enough to remember when Bobby Brown was the king of R&B, because when Whitney said that, everybody clowned her, and at the time she said it, it was not accurate, but there was a time, like that white man said in an interview last night, it's hard to believe, but there was a time when Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston were on the same level, and it was not outrageous at all for them to hook up. They, they, um, they were like the Jay-Z and Beyonce of their day. Yeah, I mean, I definitely took that away, but I knew that. I knew that Bobby was huge. Um, just from my mom. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was a, uh, it was very informative. It was very real. I couldn't quite grasp like where he was, you know, there was a couple things and we were all just like, Oh, he lying and he shit. He won't be telling but, all the truths, man. <clears throat> but, um, I do think that he was very like forward. Um, I do think that the love that he had for her was fucking like, beyond real. I think he yeah. really cared about her. Um, I do think that the substance abuse played a large role and that was a, a sad thing. And even parts of the interviews, just like, yo, you okay, dude? No, he and, got the coke mouth and everything. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't expect him to be so well. Like, I didn't expect him to be doing that well. Now, he might not even be doing that well, but he's doing a whole hell of a lot better than I thought he would be doing. Be above ground. That's that's one. Yeah, like going through what he's gone through. I didn't. I just didn't expect him to be so, um, not, not falling apart. Um. So I mean, if his mouth was a little sideways, it was a little sideways. <laughs> that's just that's what it is. Um. But yeah, I definitely um could gather from the interview, even if I hadn't known that he was just very, very large, larger than life, as she was. Um, of course, he's fallen off, and a lot of people, especially younger generation, wouldn't realize how much of a star he, he was actually. It. He was the king of R&B. It wasn't nobody yeah. bigger than Bobby Brown when Bobby Brown was big. Nobody. Um, yeah, but he's definitely, like, broken, he, and I don't know that he'll ever be whole. He, he was so big. This is put in perspective. He was so big. <laughs> Ghostbusters, which was one of the biggest movies, I think, what summer was that? 83, 84? I can't, no. Well, Ghostbusters came out. It was Ghostbusters 2, actually, I think, that he did the soundtrack for it. It was, like, 88. I forgot when it came out. He was so big that he was on that soundtrack and had, like, still a classic song to this day on our own. If you hear that song, that's from the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. That's how big Bobby Brown was. He was he was huge. 
I know it sounds crazy now, but he was put it like this. Chris Brown, if he was he was bigger than Chris Brown ever was. Mm-hmm. Before he, you know, fell off. Maybe, you know, Bobby was huge. It was it was nobody on his level. Like when when that my prerogative dropped and Tenderoni, that, that was that was it. That new Jack sound, that was it. Um my issue and I always was a I was a new edition fan. I, I was a I was a Bobby fan. My issue with Bobby though has always been now look, we know that Whitney Houston was no angel and we know that she, you know, now these years later we know what occurred with her, what her issues were. But Bobby, to me, has always, he's, yeah, he'll admit that he did drugs and he'll, but he always tries to play like, like when he said, oh, that's the first time, at the wedding, that's the first time I saw her doing cocaine. I don't believe that shit. Y'all was dating and all of that, and the first time, you, and she doing cocaine, and that's the first time you seen her do cocaine, and then you didn't do nothing. But you was the one that was on stage dancing with the cocaine fell out your clothes. That's how much you was on cocaine. That the shit fell out your clothes yeah, on stage. I, but that, you walked was... in on Whitney doing cocaine and you didn't do nothing. I don't believe that shit. Like, he, he, he don't, he be lying. And even in the movie that came on Lifetime, he got Whitney doing all kind of drugs. He just drinking beer. It's like, come on, Bobby. You was the bad boy at R&B. The whole reason why people were up in arms about Whitney Houston marrying you, because Whitney Houston was, in image-wise, just pristine diva, and you was getting locked up for child support. You was getting locked up for simulated sex on stage. You had went bankrupt. You had all kind of shit. And the rumor was, they all denied it, but the rumor always was that the reason, the main reason you got kicked out of New Edition is because you was on drugs. And you, you know, seen the many incidents with you getting locked up, and so it's like, that's my main problem with Bobby. Like, Bobby, you won't really be telling the truth. And he keeps saying that he didn't hit her and it was a lie. Now listen, Whitney Houston is a lot of things, but I really don't see her lying. If you're going to go on Oprah and say you were smoking crack, why are you going to lie about Bobby Brown spit on you? Why are you going to lie? You know what I mean? Like, like I just, I never, I believed her. I never seen a reason for her to lie. I, I, it didn't seem like she was lying. Whether she was, people say she was on drugs on there, she may have been. But just because you were on drugs don't mean you're lying. And I just, ne- nothing about her gave me lie. I don't believe she made it up. Why would she make it up? No reason to make it up. And I just don't, you know, he don't, he don't be telling the truth about everything. He always try to make it like, you know, he, she introduced me to drugs. I, wouldn't, I mean, he don't say that, but he, to me, he always gives, he tries to make it like, you know, well, Whitney was on drugs, and I got on drugs hard because of her. Like, nah. Addicts don't tell the truth, Kels. Like, no, I know that. I know that. that they, they have a problem. No, I know that, but that's what always bothers me about Bobby, because he's like, you know, come on, dude. Whitney, Whitney was no angel, but I feel, and maybe she didn't tell us everything, but I mean, she went on that Oprah interview, and I feel like it was pretty fucking candid. You know what I mean? If she wanted to lie, she could lie. You know, she the crack is whacking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't go, in other words, you as Whitney Houston, don't go on Oprah Winfrey on this, you know, tour, this to, to this comeback promotion or whatever it was you was doing to be to lie on Bobby Brown. You know what I mean? Like, because no, nobody really care about Bobby Brown. They, was, they, they care about Whitney. And any mention of you is in relation to her. So what's she going to lie about that for? And, she, and, and you know, when, when somebody says something that wasn't correct, she would correct them. Like, no, well, no, he, he, I hit him first. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, you know, that, that was, that's always been my problem with Bobby. It's like, Bobby, you try to paint yourself like you just, and just like he was like, oh, I had more money than her. Bobby, 
you went bankrupt. She was paying for your kids. Somebody, oh, like when he say, oh, I went into marriage with money, I left with nothing. Implication being the marriage made him broke. But nigga, Winnie Houston was in court paying for child support for five of your kids. That wasn't hers because y'all was married. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't have no money. So it's like, you know, like, come on, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of lying. But it was just like usual attic stuff. Like, it's just an addict never thinks that they're that bad or, you know, that it ever got that bad or that they can't keep it under control. Yeah, he looked very, he looked to me like he was on that liquor. His face is all swole. He got that gut. And then again, the coke mouth, that's, that's, that's a sure sign of a coke addict. Um, so, but, you know, other than that, I thought, you know, that's, that's, these Bobby interviews, I'm like, okay, it was okay, but again, it's hard for me to, it's like, you're not telling the truth, though, you know? And the whole thing with Nick Gordon, like, listen, Nick Gordon is a bitch, nigga, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you, like, I suspect, I don't know, but I've always suspected that perhaps Bobby Christina may have committed suicide, or at least tried, maybe she made an attempt, and nobody really helped her, you know, because they were doing whatever, and, and, and she died, but, like, I just thought it was weird that it was so close to her mom's death and I mean listen he may very well have done something to her and when it first occurred I thought that he probably did because her friends were coming forward and saying saying things and but they did a police investigation and I'm like all right they did a pretty you know they did an investigation and they brought people in and they talked to people and it seemed like that they, they would have had some evidence they would have charged this dude so that's why I'm like well you know I mean I, I'm not discounting put it like this I'm not saying that he didn't do anything with her, but I've always wondered if maybe she just took some pills and killed herself, either on accident or on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I thought. Like when it I first mean, happened, in the tub, like, it was the just same like scenario, right? Exact same scenario. Like, okay, well, like, maybe she a... was just, you know, she she never really came back after her mom died. Like her you know what I mean? You could tell right by her, her at all. Her family didn't write right. by her at all. At all, and it was it was too coincidental for it to just yeah. Be, that's know, what I'm saying. Like, like she the in the tub, she in the same thing. She found face down in the water, just like my mom. Like, and I mean that's that. If you in the water and you go unconscious, you flip. But I mean, yeah, I just was like, I, I've always, I've always suspected that maybe that's what it was. And they said she had bruises on her face and all of that. So I don't know, but maybe they got to a fight. Or, I don't know, but I've always just I'm like that's just a lot of coincidences. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, but rest in And that just seems like, you know, in that state, I imagine that, you know, it would just be if I do the same thing she did and I go the same way, then, you know, I'll see her or something like that. Yeah, and I mean, it ain't like she had nobody helping her because, I mean, from what it seemed like, them goddamn Houstons ain't shit. And then when he was talking, when he was saying, you know, she was, if he was saying the truth. That she was going to move out there in two days and right. stuff. Like, that's kind of the trajectory of stuff. Like, you know, when someone commits suicide, that's yeah. kind of what they do. Like, you know, they make, they tell people that they're going to do yeah. that or, like, get closer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely one of those things, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad, though. It's a shame. Because it's like, you. we saw it, though. We saw it. Like, yo, they're not really helping this girl. What are they doing? They got on a reality show. Did they get her any therapy? Like, nigga, she was there when her mother died. She saw her on the floor when y'all had that part. You know, it's like, come on. Like, oh, she's strong. Okay, ain't nobody that motherfucking strong, though. Shit. 
Right. Like you punch me in my chest and I don't fall down. Oh, you strong, nigga. My chest is caved in though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like. And that's probably what was um, what spawned the shit with Nick to like go out of control because I didn't know that he was there until last night either. So. Yeah. You know, the the closest person to you, you lose that person. The next closest person, you know, that went through this with you, kind of, is is naked. Like that's all you got, and he's he obviously not the best right. person for her. Yeah. So, you know, it was just really sad. But so adding on to that, so today, so the whole point of that 2020 interview is because he's bringing out a book. I forgot the name of my story, something like that. Anyway, he's he's writing a book about. No, every little step. There you go. Every every little step. There you go. Bobby Brown book. And um, so as today, Daily News reports that he finally has come out and said that Whitney Houston was bisexual, that she had the, this relationship with Robin. She cut it off because of her family. But that, you know, he thinks that, and, 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 and he said that um, they have re-reconciled or reconciled, I don't know what the I don't know if reconciled is proper word, but according to him, in 2012, the year she died, they had got back together, or were trying to get, I don't know, He, I forgot the exact words he used, but he said in 2012, they got back together, and he said, you know, I believe that if she didn't have to cut her off like that, and she could have maybe been in her life, that Whitney would still be alive today, like we said many episodes ago, because we the gays know what that shit is like. And I just thought that everybody on the timeline, well, that's a rumor. I'm like, I understand it's a rumor, but a rumor is different than this motherfucker finally saying that that's what it was after all the years they denied it when they asked directly. They directly denied it. He said, and they asked him that. He said, yeah, I think that was for her family. And I knew what was what when Sissy had that interview on Oprah. After that interview, I knew, I knew what it was. I was like, oh, yep, that's what it was. And she had one of them fucking church families that wouldn't accept it. And like you said before, that's people, you know, Tamp that shit down with alcohol and try to numb it out with drugs, and I think that's what happened to Whitney. I really do, and I and I just thought it was. I just I think it's a big deal that he's finally saying that. And I mean, she's been dead long enough now, and people are like, oh, you should take some things to the grave, and that's not. I'm like, nah, that's not. That's that's important to say. Like that's 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 that is because that could help somebody, right? And and it's like that's not a shame. I mean, you can sit up on TV and talk about smoking crack and all this shit that happened to you, but you gotta you can't admit that you was bisexual. Like that's that don't make no sense to me. That makes it for me. I just feel like stories like that, like as 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 somber and sobering as they are, like stuff like I just said, it can help somebody. Yeah, like this was Whitney Houston. The Whitney biggest Houston. star in the world, the brightest light, a, by everybody's definition, one of the sweetest people that ever existed, a good person. And she could not live as her authentic and true self because she feared the backlash from her family. Whitney Houston, of all people, who could buy another family. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And she couldn't do it, and this ultimately led to her demise. Like, that can help the little girl down the street who you know, is really a lesbian, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep, things like that can help people. Yeah, and that's shit like that is when straights get them on there. Why we gotta bring this up? Because it's fucking important. That's why we gotta bring it up. Because it's a part of who she is, and you still got people in 2016 who do shit like this because of y'all motherfuckers. Because y'all fucking pain in the ass fucking people who just want to harass people to their fucking graves about who the fuck they are. Like, your ignorant ass is the goddamn arbiter of, of what is and what is and then what can be and what can't be. And you ain't fucking shit. Oh, that shit is so sad. That's what hurt me so bad about Whitney because it's like, yo, 
that's that made me that when I saw that sissy interview, that made me just so sad because I knew, I knew that's what it was. When that woman sat there on national TV and told Oprah Winfrey that she would not accept, she Oprah sat back shocked, like, wow, really? And she asked her again, and she said it again, and Oprah just looked in the camera stunned, like, this really? Like, you really would just cut your daughter off? You cut. And I knew what it was. As soon as she did, I said, okay, I know what that is. I know all of that shit all along is true. And, and that's what drove Whitney to her. And that's sad, man. That's sad. And like you just said, Whitney Houston, if she can't handle the pressure, what's some regular-ass person, like regular degular, that don't have all that? This is why people kill themselves. This is why people are ashamed. This is why people like Queen Latifah's playing around with being in and being out. Y'all be like, well, what's the big deal? It's her business. It fucking matters. It fucking matters. To people like us and the people out there who are going through shit and having their fucking family beating them with the Bible and sending them to pray the gay away camp and, and, and telling them that they abominations and all this bullshit, it matters. It matters to a lot of people. Yeah, it definitely, definitely matters. Um, like I said, it just it just brings to reality, like, people, most people, like, consider stars and celebrities and all these people, like, above us, and they're just regular people, and that's really why I had to, like, scale back on making comments and shit like that, these are these people's lives, yo, like, for me, you know, I'm watching in this entertainment, but when I start getting in spaces where I can be around certain people and learn things, it's like, man, they just regular fucking people, and this is real shit that they're dealing with in front of the world, and, Things like that. Like, I can't imagine having to have gone through the shit that I've gone through in front of the world, like, on a big screen. That shit would have been... I might not have made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is rough. Um. So, yeah, that that's 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 tragic. Especially when you don't have nobody you can lean on. Like, you can get through a lot yeah. of shit if you got at least one person that you can always trust, that you know is right. never going to betray you, that you can lean on. But if you don't have that... And not only not have that, but everybody around you wants from you and pulling from you and needs right. from you. That's hard. Or, or like when they force that pe- that person away, like they did with her. Like yeah. they made Robin go away, and it's like, now what does she do? What right. does she have? And 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 you gotta tamp that shit down. You gotta tamp it down. Yeah, you can put it down. And he, you know, he said she was bisexual. I'm not doubting that. He was. I mean, because again, their love was clearly what they have was clearly a, a real thing. So I believe that, but I just, that when he, I was like, yo, even he's like, I think if she could have been in her life, like, that's a serious statement to make, you know what I'm saying, about the love of your life that you think if somebody else who might have been the love of their life, or at least also, co, I don't know, co-love it, I don't know if that's what a thing, but whatever, to say, to say that, that you think that that's part of what killed her, that's a, that's huge, that's a huge thing to say. And it took him a long ass time to say it. Too. Yeah, so I, I might read the book now. I wasn't gonna read it because I said Bobby don't be telling the truth. But if that's the kind of shit he gonna be talking about, I might get it. Yeah, I think um, I think for the most part, generally he tells the truth. He's not very honest about himself and his actual state. But yeah. it seemed like other than that, he was pretty fucking genuine and real about everything else. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's it on our current events because we ain't been but three days. Um, and we, we, we uh, realized we, we missed Game of Thrones two weeks now, right? Yeah. All right, so 
so now we got three weeks of Game of Thrones, but we'll do that. Let's do, you want to do it first or last? We can start with it. You're yeah. going to have to, like, jog my memory. So, you, you, are you caught up? So, you saw, um, the, you saw the episode where Khaleesi burned the call, all the calls in the, uh, yeah, okay. I did see that. And then you saw the episode. I saw Holdor die. Hold the or, door. Yes, Holdor. Yeah, okay. Or maybe die. No, he died. Um, and then I seen Bran being drugged through the forest. Yeah, that's Holdor. That's the same uh, episode okay. where he got away. So then this last episode, Arya was well. No, last week Arya at the um, House of the Undying on Bravos to um, get into the whatever the, the seven god I forgot what those people are called she's supposed to kill this actress so she didn't do it so um, Margolis or whatever the fuck his name is sent the wave after her so we see um, Arya on the bridge some old lady comes up she not woke the old lady is the wave and stabs and kills her or not kills her but stabs and she probably killed her because I mean she got stabbed up in the stomach I don't know what she gonna do but that um, so yeah, so I mean, you, you knew to us, so we said we was going to do this with you asking questions, so I mean, was you able to follow it? I don't really know what the fuck is going on with, um, I was calling her Aria, but Aria, um, I don't know what the hell, like, so you said that she was blind, but she was, it was her choice that to was be part, blind That was part of her time. training, part of her training was for her to be blind. The whole okay. thing with the, where she's at in Bravo, so, in I don't, maybe you haven't. What's her goal? Like, what the hell is she, maybe, so she's supposed to kill that lady for what? Maybe you haven't got up to this episode yet, but when Arya was running, she fled Winterfell when um, the Boltons and all that shit went down. She fled Winterfell, and when she was running away, she ran across the, the, the um, Margolis guy in, like, a bunch, in this carriage, and um, the Kingsguard was looking for the guy she was with, who was Robert Baratheon's bastard, they were looking for him. So, when they came into the camp and killed everybody, they set their carriage on fire, and one of the people in the carriage was that was the Margolis guy. So, Arya freed him. And so, their whole thing on Bravo says, if you free me, then I owe you, uh, if you save my life, rather, then I owe you a favor. And, I, and the favor is, you get to pick three people that you want me to kill. So, Arya gave him the three people that he wanted her to, she wanted him to kill, killed him, he was like, okay, now we're even, here's this coin, if you ever are in Bravos, take this coin, go to the temple, say these words, and that's all he told her, so Arya, um, got in trouble, because she's still running on the run, and they was hunting her down, because they knew Arya Stark was still out there, so she goes to Bravos, Goes to the to the house of the undying, which is where these people stay at. Showed the coin and told the dude that she wanted to be what he was. So that's what all this training was to make a girl has no name, a girl, all of that. That's what the training was. So she's training to be one of them, and they are the god of, of many faces. So that's how they, you see all they change all the faces and all that. Um, so that was the last. So as part of that training, that's the part where she has to go blind, and the wave keeps fucking with the wave, supposed to showing her how to fight and how to like. Basically, they are no, a girl is no one. Basically, that's their thing. Like, you have no identity. We switch faces. We switch masks. You're no one. You can't be Arya Stark. You can't be any of these people. And that's what all of that shit was about. Going blind was part of it. Arya this week decided, fuck this shit. I ain't doing this shit no more. Fuck this waif. I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm Arya Stark. I ain't doing this shit. I'm, I'm going back to fucking 
Westeros or wherever the fuck, Winterfell, I'm figuring this shit out, I'm out of here. So that's what that was. But because, so when they sent her to kill the actress, they were sending her on a mission. I guess that girl, whatever, asked one of them to kill somebody and they had to do it. She didn't do it. She violated their code, so he sent the thing to kill her. Now, I was wondering if perhaps that was Arya that killed the waif. Because I'm like, why is Arya so not wake? Like, I mean, it would, it would be like a Stark, though. It would be totally like a Stark to know that these people was looking for you and to just be on the bridge tw- chilling and get stabbed up because that's just what Starks do. Just not be woke and never be aware and just always get fucking catch L's. So it would be like a Stark, but I'm just wondering if maybe Arya pulled some shit and the waif had on Arya's face figuring... She won't notice me, you know, she's going to be wake, but if I look like, you know, let me look like her, looking for her, because I won't stand out, and Arya rolled up on her. It's possible, we're going to see. But if not, Arya fucked up. Oh, okay. So that's what I that think, was. Like, yeah, the last episode, it was, like, really hard for me to follow. I had to start that shit, like, three, four times. Yeah. And I still don't quite know necessarily what's going on until now. Um... And so Khaleesi is now gathering her her troops, and she's about to go back to Westeros and claim her throne. And it's a lot of talk about Khaleesi. A lot of people have have opinions on Khaleesi. She's a good leader. She's not a good leader. I personally, just from the books and from the way it's going, I think that the key to everything is Khaleesi. I think that the kingdom is in turmoil ever since the Targaryens were taken off the throne and the throne was usurped and all these other kings, like she said, the spoke in the wheel. I don't think the order is going to be restored until a Targaryen is back on the throne. And I think it's going to be Khaleesi. I think she's the prince that was promised because all the, 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 um, the prophecies that the Red Witches see is all Khaleesi. Because um, the whole thing is, you know, she was the one born during... That's why they call it Denaria Stormborn. She was born during the storm. That's part of the prophecy. She's born in fire. That's doing the prophecy. So I think she's the key. Um, and, you know, but other people not. And now this, you know, now this is thing is like, okay, is she is she going to be a, um, a benevolent leader or is she going to be, a um, you know, a tyrant just like, you know, maybe that, 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 that tyrant gene runs in the Targaryen blood. I don't think so. I understand Khaleesi. Khaleesi is me. I think I think a lot of people I don't know as far as a leader and like a there's there's different kind of leaders I don't I don't, I don't really understand people who say Khaleesi's not a strong leader I don't I don't understand that at all I don't know what they mean by that because she, to me she's a very strong leader she's very calculating she's very measured she doesn't make rash decisions she did a few times and she got and and they didn't go her way and so she learned to 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 not do that. And she was smart enough when Tyrion came to recognize that she needed an advisor. She couldn't do Jorah no more because Jorah traded on her. And she couldn't trust him, in, him anymore. But she is a conqueror and she is a warrior. And I think that's where people have a problem with her. It's like, listen, she's a warrior. Warriors fight. Yeah, we're going to do this diplomacy and I'm going to try to do it your way and I'm going to try to be nice. But understand that it's going to go my way. So we could do it this way or we could do it that way. But we're going to do this. So I'm going to give you a chance. It's your choice. I'm going to give you a chance to... Let me know what you want, and, you know, I'm gonna. I'm not a tyrant. I'm going to rule fairly, but you're not going to cross me, and you're not going to dethrone me, and you're not going to... Khaleesi be like, you want zero problems, big fella. Right, right. That's what I'm... And I, that's why I don't understand. Like, she's a weakly... How everybody that has crossed her, or tried her, or tested her, or thought that she wasn't what she said she was, got killed, got dead. So, 
I don't really understand that criticism that she's not as strong. I don't, I don't understand that at all. Like she went to Marine and that's not her culture. That's not her people. She had people plotting against her, but a weak leader would have fell to me. Cersei, Cersei is a weak leader. Cersei is the exact opposite of Khaleesi. She's not smart. She's not strategic. She doesn't think past the nose in her face. She's very petty. Everything is in vindictive get back and all to seize power. But none of it works because she's not that. To me, that's a weak leader. She doesn't think about anybody but herself. She doesn't care about the people. She doesn't see things um, clearly. You know, everything is, is she's petty. So, you know, that to me, that's the weak leader in the thing. And like, like um, Lady Terrell told her, like, Cersei, you lost. And she's, and she's constantly plotting. But she's always ten steps behind everybody else. Because she thinks she's smarter than everybody else. And she's the dumbest one. And Denarius, to me, is the exact opposite of that. And it's like, you know, I don't know how you call somebody a, a weak leader. Because they're in some other country. And some other cult. But she held it, though. They didn't take it over. They tried to assassinate her. The dragons got him out of there. They try, you know what I mean? Like they manipulated her a little bit, but that's because she was young, and and didn't you know didn't have advisors and kind of kind of get her bearings. But she held the city, so I don't I don't understand. And she has dragons, you know. And she know and she knows who she is. That's why she's badass because she knows who she is, and she tries to be diplomatic, and she tries to go accord. Okay, we're gonna do this your way. I'm gonna try to be nice. I'm gonna try to do this. But if you test me. If you come for me, I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. And she is, right. and she has laid everybody down who has stepped in her way. Um, you know, so I, I just think I think Khaleesi is the key. I don't. I, she got the dragons. She's the rightful heir to the throne, not Jon Snow. Because the way secession works, I, the way the reason why the Queen of England is the Queen of England is because her brother seceded. You can't skip a generation. People think only boys can inherit. That's not true. Boys take precedence. But if there's no boy to inherit, then the woman inherits. That's how Queen Elizabeth is the queen, because her older brother abdicated the throne, so it went to her. She would never have gotten it if not for that. Charles Sr., if Charles has two sons, but if he didn't, he, have, he would have a daughter. So Jon Snow can't just step over Daenerys, because Daenerys is the, is the princess. He's, he's the son of the prince, if that's even true. But he can't step over Daenerys just because she's a woman. Daenerys is the son of the king who was who was who was usurped. It's her, it's her, it's her throne, um, you know. Unless the rules of secession work different in, in George George Armaro's world, now it doesn't seem like it does. That's why you landed. That's why that little ten year old girl that told John he could have sixty two he had sixty two soldiers. <laughs> that's why she was on the throne because you can't just step over the girl. If all the males die, then it goes to the girl. <laughs> That little girl was not for the bullshit. She was like, I don't know, are you a Stark or you a Lannister? She was not here for Sansa. And I loved it because I'm not here for Sansa either. Because Sansa's a whiny little brat. And she went right back. But John, we got nigga, shut up, Sansa. You started all of this shit with your lying ass. Shut up. So sick of her. I'm trying to think. This show don't stay in my memory bank too long. Um, what else happened on that? That was it. Mainly it was in Bravos. Um, then, then when they went and asked for the sixty-two soldier, she was like sixty-two. <laughs> that shit was funny. Sansa tried to try to g up. I would remind you of your oath to our family, sir. He was like oath to your family. 
I served all to my family. My fucking wife and kid got thrown with. What the fuck? Where the fuck was y'all at? Oath go two ways, bitch. I did my part. <laughs> I hate socks. Yeah. I hate her. Um, uh, that happened. Um, I think that was it. Not not too much with Cersei except for um, Lady Terrell got her together. Like, are, are you might be the worst person I ever met. <laughs> like, bitch. Please get out of my face. I'm so tired of you. Please go. Oh, that's what we saw. Marjorie playing the long con. Marjorie slipped her grandmother the rose. Like, I'm still here, sis. Work with me. I'm playing the game here. We're going we gonna to come. We're playing chess, not checkers. Um, I don't know what, though. I'm like, Marjorie's smart. Marjorie's another good leader. That's another one. Marjorie's very smart. The thing about, you know, I don't know. I don't like this criticism. Women leaders are different. Like, a good leader to me is somebody that's effective. Everybody can't be effective the same way. Everybody ain't, ain't Khaleesi with the dragons and the, and the warrior spirit. Some people have to, you know, all right, I don't have the power like that, but I'm smart, and I can manipulate this motherfucker, and I can play this motherfucker like here. Like, every, you know, everybody's game is different. Marjorie is, is another one, and, and Lady Terrell ain't nobody to fuck with. <laughs> so, that's what happened on that episode. That was the other key thing, that we saw that Marjorie was running the long con. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so we can move on to. Let's do. What you want to do? Love and Hip Hop Atlanta or Black Ink? Uh, you call it. Don't matter. Uh, I'm trying to remember what occurred. Oh, okay. Let's do Love and Hip Hop Atlanta because I feel like we do that quick. So, um, Jocelyn wasn't on it. Neither was K Michelle. It was mainly scrap. He about to go to jail. He about to go to jail. And then what else happened? Was that it? Um, Deb and Deb had yeah. on that wig, and she was talking to Auden. D, D, what's that chick named? D. Smith? D. Smith. I don't like that motherfucker, man. That motherfucker. And you know what? Tammy is right. That's what I said when I was saying before. I was like, I would not mind if Jocelyn or somebody steal off on her, but then they'd be trying to claim a hate crime. And like, that's what it is, though. It's like, yo, we. You're an asshole. I don't care about you being trans and none of that. You got slick with Deb. You was talking. She was not being smart with you. She was not being. She was not being rude to you. You. I'm disappointed in you and all this bullshit. And let me. Excuse me. Let me tell you something else. The whole thing with Tammy. Listen, D. Smith. I understand where you're coming from. Your com. Your husband's comment is ignorant. It's dumb. You can't disagree. It's not a lifestyle. It's who we are. You can't disagree with who somebody is. I get it. Constantly coming at his wife is some bitch shit. If you really feel a way, then you should address it to him. And if you don't address it to him, Tammy really ain't got nothing to do with it. And her little, uh, listen, some people just got, they not going to make it. Some people just ignorant and that's it. You can't walk everybody to the promised land. And, if you know, oh, that's his opinion. Okay, your opinion can be wrong. What he said was wrong. I understand what she's saying. But, like, sis, let it go. Constantly coming at this chick is not it. And, like, if they wrong, just let them be wrong. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I don't, and your friend, honestly, your friend is a problem. Because I don't know why your friend even got to be here. She always snipping. She always starting shit. She's a fucking dumb bitch. I can't stand her. She talks like a fucking bop. Like, like, you could really just, the whole thing started because you brought your fucking friend around. And then she's one of these people, well, that wasn't me. That was my friend. No, it was you. Because you brought your motherfucking friend here. She didn't have to say anything. And if you're going to bring her here to talk to me, then you need to let her know, hey, you be the fuck quiet because you ain't got nothing. Why is your friend talking to me like this? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't got nothing to do with this shit. She didn't really have to be here. I'm trying to do business with you. I, and she talking about some dumb shit that ain't got shit to do with shit. I don't even know who you are, sis. So your friend is the problem. And you the problem because you keep bringing your friend around. So both of y'all the problem right now. I just, I feel like these men walk into the room and it's always, there's always a problem. Like, the first thing out her mouth some some kind of negative shit, yep. some kind of attack on somebody. Like it's never just a a clean hey, how are and you? And people be like, trying to be nice, inviting you to shit, yeah. and trying to be cool. And you just got all these like said like, and it's like she sits there. People, I don't like people like that because she sits there like you know. And if somebody try to hit her or do something, it's gonna be like, oh, you're homophobic or you're attacking Trent. No, 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 no. Ain't no, got nothing to do with just, that. You you're just to, a dickhead, you're man. You're a dickhead, and you. And you, and you talk too much, and I'm popping you in your mouth. And it ain't got shit to do with you being trans. And your yeah. wigs are terrible. I don't I don't like that. And then she uses, she always comes back to the, you know, I'm so, I'm very well established. And are you? I'm all, and like, honestly, I don't know who you are. But that don't mean shit, but I don't know who you right. are. Right. And when she was talking about the song she got, I'm like, do you really? Because, you know, if somebody on their stage, only person I know that really got songs is Stevie J. The rest of them, and K. Michelle. The rest of the niggas, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's it, man. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care too much for her um, or anyone like her, really. Uh, trying to think what else. That was really it. Yeah, that that was just a quick episode. I feel like um, was there anything with Mimi? Yeah, Mimi asked Stevie about the kids. Stevie lied, of course. You could tell oh, when yeah. Stevie lied because he always tried to come in, babe. Why don't you smile? And Mimi's so dumb. She fought. I mean. Mimi is one of them girls, like, I see why, I see why her life is like it is. Because she one of them girls, all you got to do is slide up to her, smile, kiss on the cheek, tell her she pretty, and she's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all she needs. It's like, girl, you was too old for that shit. Yeah. Um, something else I was about to say. Uh, what was it? Oh, Arian, she wants to sing? Yeah, and I didn't understand why she would go to D. Smith for that. I guess because she don't like Stevie. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought she, is she still dating the DJ girl? Like, why wouldn't you? You ain't got no connections know. other than that shit. I told you that I saw them, right? No. Like, Fake met them last year at, um, what festival was that? One Music Fest. Like, the whole time, we was just standing standing next to them. She, like, she just kept looking at me, like, dead in my eyes. And I was just looking at, yeah. God damn it. Oh, some bullshit. <laughs> fucking fine, man. Like, she, she was looking at me and, you know, somebody. And I was just like, damn, like, if you want to, just come get her. Like, <laughs> shit. Uh, but her and her girlfriend, they were cute. I hope they're still together. Yeah, I was like, what happened with that? Um, Maybe we'll find out a reunion or whatever. I didn't hear nothing about them breaking up, so I don't know. Um, Yeah, so that was that. All right, so Black Ink Crew. Never disappoints. Never, ever, ever disappoints. Didn't I tell you children of a lesser God was going to be a problem? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Sorry. Stupid. <laughs> so, 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 um, what happened? It's something kind of, oh, your boy, oh shit, got some kind of disease, pissing blood. This thing is disgusting, me. I just want to say that, um, I felt violated for him. Why they did was not that have on to put TV? this. Yeah. Why, how is that even legal? I'm like, hey, you, you can't show this. 
Hey, you know, sticking his finger up this nigga ass on television. Yeah, man. That I was uncomfortable watching. I didn't see that. They've done some VH1 has been releasing some very questionable. They footage. didn't blur it or anything though. Like I, because I was cool they with that. they showed that Mama D and Ernest sexy like things have been very weird. Here. I was good with the prostate exam, and I have a question. I mean, yeah. I don't think you'll know. You ain't gotta like clean your ass before the prostate exam. I thought he wiped it with something. No, it was after he wiped it with something. He wiped it before. He just like take your pants down and bend over. Like, what if you just took a shit? Or you know, niggas don't wipe their ass like like we do. Look, I I don't know. I don't get my prostate check. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just need to know the protocol. Like you, I'd be like, can I go fresh it up? You know, I maybe niggas don't be. But you know what? Niggas probably don't care about shit like that. They don't. Oh, I got streaks in my drawers. Oh, okay. But as a doctor, I would be like, yo, don't you want to clean that up a little? Bit? No, he gave him. He gave him the thing after to get the gel or whatever out. I thought he wiped it first, but maybe, maybe you know. I missed it. I know, I know after because I was, I was like, he ain't gonna wipe your ass, but maybe, perhaps he might be right. Maybe he did. Um, um, yeah, but I, I didn't understand why we had to see that. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, like, I don't understand no shit. Like, you're pissing blood, dude. Like, that, you what? Know, right. And you don't just piss blood up one day I'm pissing blood. Like, that shit had to have been burning or whatever. Like, okay. yeah. He's, he, and he running up in all these girls raw. I bet he probably got gonorrhea or syphilis or some bullshit. Like, I'm ugh. saying, like, you must have, it must have felt like you was pissing blades if you pissing blood, too. Ugh. Ugh. He, ugh. Um, he just sitting there like that shit was normal. Like, you pissing blood, dude. Ugh. I ain't never been drunk where I, and I pissed blood. Right, that ain't got nothing to do with alcohol. I'm like, that. Piss, alcohol is not why you pissing blood, bro. You got some, some STDs. I'm not surprised you run up in everybody raw and dropping babies everywhere and don't take care of none one of them. Ugh. Um, so, that, uh, what else? Why am I forgetting this episode so much? Um, what happened with Donna? Oh, Donna, that that damn girl came and met Donna. Some other shit that I don't understand. Wait, what girl? Um, the, the Max's baby mom. Oh. The other girl. That ugly girl. Listen, I felt Donna on that. Donna wanted to beat that girl's ass so bad that she had to go throw up. <laughs> They would not let her beat that girl. She was like, please, please let me go. I, st- I understood, Donna. Donna, I understood, my nigga. Because, nigga, like, yo, I got to do it. Please, please let me go. I didn't even see that the girl hit her, yo. She didn't hit her. She swung and, like, hit her hand or something. But just, the, oh, okay. she didn't hit her. But, like, she did enough to get her ass beat. And Donna's a big girl, because them security be having a hard time holding She's on. strong as shit, man. <laughs> yeah. And somebody was like, oh, what's the name going to fuck Donna? I was like, I bet you she won't. I don't think so. I bet you she won't. Because whatever it is she did, I was in there, I was watching with my family. They said that the girl hit her. And I was like, whatever she did, it happened quick, but Donna ate the shit out of it. Like she, like she always do. If Sky's a big girl. Sky's a big girl. Sky came came flying across that room and punched Donna dead in her jaw, and Donna ain't even flinch and gripped her up and had her in the headlock so fast that security had to come get her off the sky. That deaf girl ain't fucking with Donna. Donna's a big girl. Donna watch Anya. Donna watch Sky. I, that girl might be quick with her hands, but she 
that's one of Donna, one of the people you better make that first punch count. And if it don't, right. that's your ass. So I, I really, I, I'll be, I'll be curious to see unless she got some of that death strength or something. I really doubt that that girl watched. Me. Wait, that girl is deaf. Yeah, she deaf. That's what I was saying last week. Max's Max's baby mother. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. No, my bad. I thought you were talking about children of a lesser god that hit that. No, nah, the, that's that. No, that Max's baby. Mo- First of all, I didn't believe Max's baby mama. I think Max's baby mama's lying. I think that nigga might have talked to her once, but I don't believe this every week shit. Or maybe he did. Niggas in jail, they got to get it how they live, you know? Yeah, I'm about to say, niggas in jail hustle. Yeah, maybe he was talking to her to get some money on his books or whatever, but I don't believe, I don't believe the whole story. But that shit made Donna mad. Donna, listen, I don't be understanding. Because I just feel like, you know, Donna... If, if I'm Donna, I'm just, y'all, I'm out here minding my business. You know what I'm saying? I got this dude's ring. I'm out here making the money. I'm doing what I got to do. Like, you come to me yeah. and, and bring your old trifling ass. Right. Talking about you got my man. This, right. Bitch, ain't neither one of us got right. my man. And, I think, that's, and right. I think that's what made Donna so mad. Like, bitch, don't, no, what we're not going to do is this here. And you're going to try to spend, no. That's 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 what I'm saying. I, feel, I think that's what got Donna so mad. Like, wait a minute, sis. Wait a minute. I don't got time for this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, that's that's what I think it was. I agree. I don't even know why she met with her in the first place. Um, but I but Donna finally did wisen up. I said it's just gonna have to dawn on Donna that she need to get out of that shot and go work for Puma. And she did. And again, like yeah. I said, I saw her tattoos and I ain't seen them. Puma says she needed work, so perhaps he sees the potential. So perhaps they not up to par, but again. They look just like what they doing over at Black Ink. I don't see That's no what difference. That's I said. I don't I see no fucking difference. difference. Yeah. So maybe for Puma Shop, where he actually got some dope artists in there. So maybe he like, all right, for here you need some work. But I didn't think the shit was super terrible. Yeah, but she has a solid starting. Right. And I, I don't know anything about how to grade tattoos, but yeah. it wasn't a terrible, awful fucking tattoo. I could Whatever needs to be done, whatever tweaking. Right. That could be done. She's yeah. she's just gonna be a great artist. When I looked at it, I ain't see that and be like, Oh, them ones Duchess do look way better. Oh, them ones Caesar do look way better. She looked the same to me. So yeah. whatever. Um Yeah, so that and that happened. So she's at that shop now. Thank God. I, I was like, I knew oh, just Donna just gotta realize that she don't gotta be in that shop. Um What else occurred? Uh anything happened with Puma not having Puma. There was another story. Oh, Duchess and Caesar was arguing over because Caesar's mom told him Caesar's mom woke on Duchess and told him, don't let this bitch be, be you know, having you bouncing out there on the string and playing around with you and shit and, and spinning you like a top. So I, I, I see she's woke on Duchess. And um, so then him and Duchess was arguing because Duchess' mom told her or I don't know, maybe she just figured out her own which I mean, she's not wrong about this. Because it matter if a nigga owe child support and all of this shit, we get married, now they're going to attach my money to him. I'm not having that. So that was her concern. And Caesar getting all pissed. They deserve each other, though. They really do deserve. And Caesar, everybody's always trying to destroy him. My baby mama who's trying to destroy me. Nigga, your baby mama wants her child support with you up. Mm-hmm. And they came to lock you up. So I said, I know you a deadbeat. Like, this, I don't... This nigga, everybody is always trying to destroy him because they just want to go do their own shit and not be bothering him. Now they trying to destroy you. Like, nigga, you got issues. You need to go to therapy because you a grown-ass man and be too mad about people just doing them. Yeah. 
What you think of that ring, the second ring he bought her? I ain't even seen the second ring, but I know the first one was ugly. What the second one look like? It's a cluster diamond still. Um, I ain't just, just bigger. I don't really. It ain't my style of ring. I don't like those. I, I don't. I'm pick. I mean, I don't. I'm picky. Even I like the princess cut, regular one. One big. I don't like all that extra shit. All the chips and swirls and clusters and bro. I don't like all that bullshit. I like. I don't like solitaire either. I do. I, I I do. I don't like I don't like the clusters. I don't like the, the princess. I don't like the um. What's that square? What's the square cut? Cut um. I forgot. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever it is. One one nice stone in a nice setting. You know, as clear as you can get it. All that other shit I ain't into. Um, I just like nice nice shit. Like I don't like tacky looking shit. Right. They don't even have to be the most expensive shit. Right. Just don't be ugly. And all that cluster and all that, I just think, I just, I don't like all that. But whatever, ain't my ring, I don't give a fuck. Um, I I'm, I'm, her family just kind of gets on my nerves. Like, she's insufferable, but I think that's because they're insufferable. And they, when told, they were talking in the shop and shit, like, mm-hmm. that shit annoyed me. It's like, one, Dutchess be lying to y'all. And two, like. About everything. Yeah, about oh, every goddamn thing. And then, but two, like, y'all ain't shit neither. Like, sis, you. You out here fighting in the street and no shoes on and shit like that. And you don't even know what you're fighting over. you just defending Duchess because she said, because she's your sister. And, and she's she been like, lying yeah. to y'all the whole time. You don't know nothing about what's going on. But I'm telling you, they one of them people I know. Duchess mom, one of them people, ran down to the school. Nobody, every time Duchess get in trouble or do something, y'all picking on my baby. Or she don't like my baby. If I got to come back to principal, everybody always picking on her or don't like her. Spoiled, Duchess don't man. do nothing. It's everybody else's fault. That's how I know it, because that's how you get kids like that. That's how people that turn out like that turn out like that, because they're never held responsible. They're never made to, like, act right and do right, and their parents always make excuses for them, and their parents always, you know, it's always somebody else, or somebody don't like them, or they picking on my kid. I, 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 I can see it. And I don't, I don't get that. Like, I don't get these parents that just blindly follow their children. Like, like my mom, she never, even, you know, when I fucked up and got arrested and shit like that, she was just like, I ain't gonna leave you, but nigga, you was wrong. Like, Cause they don't not, fucking do that dumb shit, but, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna, but you fucked up. Because they're not doing their job as parents. Like, your job as a parent is to raise a responsible human being who knows right from wrong and who contributes to society. When you do shit like that, you're not, you're raising an asshole. Yeah, I know people like that, and they just always like, yeah, you know, so-and-so wouldn't do that. You know, that's not what they meant. That's exactly what the that's fuck exactly they meant. That's exactly what they man. meant. Not even, not even what they meant. That's what the fuck they did. It's not about an interpretation or what they meant. It don't matter. Yup, exactly like that. Well, I know my daughter. My, I know my child. My child wouldn't do that. Well, your child did it. We right. all know your child, too. Your child just is like, bad. Just like that fucking Stanford father. It's yes. Like, oh, he raped that girl, though. Yes. Just this a, wasn't an innocent mistake. No, he raped her. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 Duchess. But her and Caesar, they 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 met for each other. Those two hating ass niggas, two miserable ass niggas. And um, you know, um, I don't think they gonna want. Lord forgive me. I don't mean to like wish ill or like break up or any on anybody. I don't think they gonna get married though. I don't. Think it they don't seem like it. Teddy might be right. He keep giving her rings and 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 proposing, so they ain't got to get married. And I mean. <laughs> I ain't heard of them being married, so maybe. We'll but if she giving him a fucking ultimatum, then he might don't ever get it right. So whatever. She gave him an ultimatum. 
the, the whole you got to get your child support stuff straight. Before. I thought that was you got to get before we get married. That's not an ultimate. Yeah, That's if a, you don't get it straight, they ain't getting married. Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, she was actually right about that, though. Um, yeah, because I don't play around with that. People people be real nonchalant about that. I'm like, listen, well, you won't marry nobody with bad credit? No. Because your bad credit becomes my bad credit. And I worked a long time, all these 35, 40, 25, however old many years you are, to keep my credit clean. And you're not just going to swoop in and fuck my shit up. And now I got to pay 20% on a car loan or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that shit matters. Because when y'all get divorced, his, when y'all get married, his debts are your debts. I ain't go to law school. I don't have no 200 grand in debts. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good on that. Like, Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't blame her for that. So, I don't have collections. I don't have child support. I'd be goddamn if I'm paying somebody else's back child support for some children ain't mine. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry, but I ain't doing it. I mean, that's fair. That's valid. That's why I felt Jocelyn when she was like, I can't do this. He got to go because they coming after my money now and I can't keep paying for all these kids. These ain't my kids. I felt her. I, I felt that in my soul and there wasn't nothing wrong with it. I don't nothing against the babies, but like I got to support the kids I bring in the world, right? <laughs> and that's a whole zero. So everything else is extra, <laughs> so, you know. So yeah. Um, um, what else? I think happened? that was it, though. Yeah. Um, oh, so I said I wasn't gonna bring this up, but I did since we got always talking about Jocelyn. So I was on a on a, on a gossip site today or gossip blog or whatever. And supposedly the rumor is that Jocelyn has smashed Tommy. And she got pictures up, up on this blog of uh, smashing Tommy. I mean, I wouldn't put it past her, but... Jocelyn is a lesbian, I'm trying to tell y'all. She's just fucking with these niggas to, get, said that. to get where she want to go. Jocelyn's a fucking lesbian. Um, it's hot down there? Because it is not. Well, we had some rain earlier. It was hot earlier, then it rained, then it cooled off, but it might be warm back up now. I'll figure out. Uh-huh. I forgot to put the air on, so I'm sitting in this fucking room fucking burning. Oh, uh, y'all leave your air on all day? Nah, but I've been home, but I just, I came home and I came right in here and I just forgot. I do. When I lived in Maryland, I left my air on, because they say it's cheaper to just leave it running than to have it, when you got central, right, to turn it off and on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cheaper to just set it at one temperature and leave it. We got three different fucking things. Like, we got one in the basement, one here, oh, and one Oh, it's upstairs. not all on the same thing? Huh? It's not all on the same um, generator? Oh. Hell no. Um, yeah. They were saying, cause, yeah, because they was like, when you turn it off and it gets full hot, by the time you come home, the energy it takes to get it back to room temperature, you might as well just leave it at one temperature. So I just use my shit at 74 and leave it. Yeah, we got, well, the one on upstairs stays on, because I hear it. Um, but that one, I don't think that one is... They, it's, that one's all fucked up. This is the one that I need that needs to be on. Like I usually turn it on when I get home. I get home like four. Okay. By the time people get home, it's cool in here. All right. All right. So that was in on the shows. Um. Hey, you heard Vic Mensa's album? Nah, I like Vic though. Listen to it. I listened to it today. Shit is dope. It's not even that long. It's like maybe eight songs. Shit is fire. Cause I um I heard Charlemagne talking about it, and so I listened to it. Cause I knew it came yeah. out, but then I forgot about it. Cause I was just in the chance, and I forgot. It's, it's it's nice. That whole that whole that whole yay crew is 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 taking over the summer, man, or taking over the music right now, actually. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's a crazy time. I'm I'm just 
I said at the beginning of the year, I was excited and anxious to see where music was going and where the industry was headed. And so far, I haven't been disappointed. Uh, Anti is creeping back up the charts, too. I saw it today. Yeah, she got, she got a couple songs on the... Um, that album has legs. That's going to be one of them <coughs> albums that people going to look up in a year or two and be like, how the fuck did this album sell that many? Because it's a slow burn. Cause that Mike Will song is fire. Ain't it? It's a yeah. slow burn. It's one of the ones, because when I was telling y'all this shit, niggas thought I was standing, didn't want to listen, but people keep hearing these singles, and they're like, oh, let me go listen to this album, and they're hearing that this is like the dopest album out, and, and, and it's just creeping up. It, it knocks, Lemonade came out, knocked it down. When new people music come out, knocked it down, but it creeps right back up. That's how you know nope. that shit has legs. Not for nothing, though, after that concert, I've been listening to fucking Travis Scott. This nigga is fucking... Yeah. He's amazing, Yeah, his music's real good. A lot of people don't like him. I do. I like him a lot. I like him. This this shit he got... And and Young Thug, like, I used to talk about Thug. Not talk about Thug, but I ain't like that whole shit with Lil Wayne and all them. Yeah. You know, since he's come out of that, like, coming to his own... This nigga's music is fucking dope as shit. I can't front on it. It's really like this nigga's shit is dope. (laughs) And and Travis and Young Thug on that that fucking pick up your phone. I know, bruh. I know, I know. I was I I mean I I like I like to. I'm gonna tell you the South niggas I like: Ray Schmurder, Thug, Migos, the Gucci. I listen to it. I like. I'm just gonna have to miss that one. I don't really get it. Um. But yeah, them three, them three niggas right there. But Travis, I told when that when Rodeo came out, he was like, Rodeo's trash. I'm like, trash. All right, nigga, that shit fired me though. That shit is a dope ass album. Yeah, I didn't get into like I, I should have. I'm gonna go back. I'm about to run that shit back. Man. Yeah, that shit is dope. I mean, and it'll put that shit on right now. That shit goes. Yo, um, but these 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 steel drums are taking over the summer, yo. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so. Anybody got you fucked up? I feel like we forgetting to talk about something, but I don't know what it is. I'm gonna start outlining. I'll be real busy during the week. Sorry, y'all. We kind of like we kind of generally. Do this. I do write it down, but since it was so short, I was yeah, like, I like, got like it. this has been a sh- when it's a shorter <laughs> week like this, we be discombobulated a little bit. So sorry if we lack a little structure. Um, um we covered everything though, right? Because I actually want to do the music part at the beginning, but whatever, we got it done. Yeah. Uh, ain't nothing got me fucked up other than, like, the hospital called me on Sunday. Like, um, we need a pharmacy for you. And I was just like, okay. And I, I should have asked him, like, well, what the hell was going on? A pharmacy um, to go pick your pills? To send your, pill, your prescription to? Yeah, they were like, oh, we found something. Uh, no, you got to tell them because they'll be having the pharmacy, like, they be having you on 20 blocks. You be like, why don't you just put it to the one that's, like, right there? No, no, I gave them the pharmacy, but I'm just saying, like, they sent me home, and they were just like, oh, you know, take some, put some Robitussin, and put some Bengay, and you'll be all right. And then they called me on Sunday. They called me, like, three times, left me a message, I called back, and they're like, we need a pharmacy. We found something. Sending you medicine. Okay, bye. Nigga, like, I hate I when they do that. Don't be a sick. medical professional calling me all urgent like that, niggas. I'm dying. <laughs> like, they don't be wanting nothing. You be like, don't do that. Send me an email. Shit. Um, nothing, it's been a peaceful week, I'm off now. So I told you on the Twitters, the fat nigga <laughs> yesterday, talking, call me hey boo, I don't, listen, gay men, I don't understand why y'all keep hitting on me, but I'm not interested, tell you friends, um, what else got me fucked up, uh, I told y'all about the tours, that's an ongoing thing, uh, uh, 
something might have me fucked up very soon. I'll know after tomorrow. But for right now, I, I think, I think, I mean, it's only been since a couple days since the last one we did. Nobody's really gotten on my nerves except today. Like, I, people that congregate in, like, small passageways are, like, like, there's a whole bunch of different ways to go. But, like, there's one passageway that that's the only way to go to one place or whatever. Like, for instance, I went into the Essence store, right? And the Essence has these buffets set up, right? So you can walk around the buffet, but to get between the buffets, what you have to do, there's this, like, little narrow passageway, right? So on both sides of the buffet, it's mad wide because it's made for walking. But this little space in between is just for if you have to slide through. And there's always two or three people standing in that thing talking and it's like you got this whole motherfucking store to talk in and you're standing right here in everybody's fucking way everybody is trying to get around because you're in the way like i just people like you can't be in a city like new york city or like a crowded city part of being like a responsible citizen is you have to understand this is a crowded fucking city everybody's trying to get where the fuck they gotta go and you gotta do your fucking part to make it not suck and when you do shit like standing and talking in the skinny ass aisle that everybody gotta go through to get to the register or to get to the other side to stand there and talking when you could talk any fucking where else and not be in the fucking way you're an asshole and the first time somebody says, excuse me, I have to squeeze by you, you should get the fuck out the way. Because you should realize, oh, I'm in the one fucking pathway that everybody has to take to the cash register. Let me move. No, I'll just stand here and continue my fucking conversation and block everybody the fuck out and make everybody squeeze by me and say, excuse me, at 9 o'clock in the morning when everybody's trying to get their breakfast and get to the register and get the fuck to work. You're an asshole. Yeah. Definitely, you know that that irks me. People that just aren't aren't fucking aware of anyone else's existence but their own. My conversation is so goddamn important at nine o'clock in the morning that I just got to slow everybody else up and inconvenience everybody else because I just got to stand here with Peg and Marge and talk about this goddamn yogurt. Um, yeah. So that's that's what got me fucked up. I'm just tired of like. New York City is bad enough, it's crowded, it's hot, it's expensive, there's piss everywhere, and the least you can fucking do is not be in people's way, not walking slow, not starting out onto the sidewalk, trying to take your picture, being in people's fucking way, bumping people with your fucking umbrellas, like, that's the least you can fucking do, like, we all have to, like, survive in this city, it's like cold, and it's just understood, and just please follow it, it makes everything so much better. And summertime is like when it just, because you got tourists here, and you got interns, and people from all over, and they just, they just be in the way, and they just, they just don't follow the rules, y'all all on the east side doing tourist shit, it's nothing over here to see, nigga, it's nothing over here but shopping and businesses, why are you over here, it's nothing touristy over here, there's the Empire State Building, go see it, go back, like, tired of it. Um, Word. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I lied. I lied. I do have something that had me fucked up. It was my own self. But so, you know, I had to commute and everything. And I, some days I pick up my niece after school on the way home and shit. And so yesterday, you know, I'm back on this water shit. And since I've been sick, I've been like doubling up. So it's like a gallon and a half, you know, close to two gallons. So. I've been pissing and pissing and pissing. Man, that shit sent you to the bathroom, like. And, like, 
So on my way out the door, like the bathroom is on the other side of the hallway. They haven't given us badges. So we have to like weave around the building, punching <laughs> these codes here and shit like that. It's like the shit is so annoying. So like when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I do not want to stop. I don't want to talk to nobody. Gotta pee. I don't want nobody in my face. Yeah, I don't want to do nothing. Like the bathroom is all the way in the back. So it's like whatever, fuck it, I'll make it. If I don't, I'll pee at the school before it, whatever. Yeah. So yesterday was one of those days where it's like, I was like, okay, you know, I could have made it home or whatever. So something told me, I had just had a conversation at work. Like, as I'm walking out the door, somebody was like, damn, like, you got mad water, you're going to be pissing. And I'm like, ha, 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 bye. <laughs> and so we get on the highway, me and my niece, right? We go, we pass maybe like three exits. Start, shit starts slowing down. I'm like, all right, you know, cool. Usually it gets congested. Like, maybe people, it's summertime now, so maybe, you know, this is just the new norm or whatever. So... We creep, creep, creep. Finally, we come to a fucking dead stop. Like, we are not moving. And I just hear sirens. There's helicopters everywhere. <clears throat> I'm like, shit. So I'm sitting there, you know, cool, cool, cool. To the point that I couldn't fucking hold. Like, I, I was just like, yo, I gotta, like, I gotta well, You gotta go, from, you gotta go. So I'm in the second lane, right? And it was at the part <laughs> where there was, like, four or five lanes. And... So on the other side, like the far end, the emergency lane is where all the fire trucks, all the police, state patrol, all them niggas are coming through. So it got so bad where like the last ambulance couldn't even fucking get through. Like just came came barreling down and like couldn't get through and just turned the lights off and said, fuck it. And sat there. And I was just like, shit, like this shit is rough. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, Yo, what am I about to do? And of course... Of course, I'm surrounded by trucks, right? So there's this big-ass fucking monster pickup on this side. There's a Range Rover and another pickup. So I'm like, yo, like, I can't even, like, try to pee in the car like, <laughs> without being seen right now. So, <coughs> so finally, I, like, move up, and I'm, like, in between the two trucks on this side, and the truck was a little bit back on that side. So I'm like, all right, well, this is my chance. <coughs> I got to make this work. I had a bottle. I had a bowl. My niece in the back talking shit like, you should have went and peed in the girl's bathroom at high school. Up. Right, and I'm up there like, yo, shut up. You are not helping. <laughs> she just hands on her hips like, ha ha, that's why you gotta pee. You nasty, gonna pee in the bottle, blah, 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 in the pee in the bowl, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, man, be quiet. Like, you not helping. And she just talking. And you know, the more somebody talks about this shit, the more you gotta go. So she just pee, pee, pee. And I'm like, yo, be quiet. <laughs> quiet so i'm like yo i can't believe this i'm gonna get pissed everywhere like oh my <laughs> you god ain't gonna be able to piss no bottle my nigga like <laughs> yeah and I'm, i like dump i had a little bit of lunch left over and i dumped that shit out into my bag and shit and i'm like yo i gotta i gotta make this work so i take my shirt off and i got my lap covered take up his shirt shit. off yeah, pay. like, I, I had to cover up my lap, because I didn't want to, you know what I'm saying, just in case the truck came by. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Like, I got to, you know, this this is the survival of the fittest, nigga. So I'm like, yo. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, how am I explaining why the car smells like pee a little bit? Like, this shit is going to be fucking gruesome, right? So I'm sitting there, and, like, I'm I, I'm I'm naked from the, from the waist down. Now. Yo, the, the cops would have pulled up right then with your niece in the back. You taking your shit and fucking clothes off, naked in the car, nigga. You would have had some explaining to do. I would have. I would have. <laughs> but God. So, soon as, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, 
oh, fuck it, like, I, I just gotta do it, right? As soon as I said it, the fucking highway opened up, and, like, <laughs> now you so, got some dirt off. So I just fucking gunned it, nigga, like, to the next exit. Like, I'm not even, I don't hear nothing. I don't see nobody. Like, I'm I'm weaving, I'm bobbing, I'm cutting niggas off. And I get to the next exit, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, we make it to, like, a Wendy's. <laughs> Yo, and I'm, I'm, like, pulling up my pants, trying to get out at the same time. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I left her to fend for herself. I'm like, come on, man, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. I made it and shit. Wasn't no piss everywhere, but man. Like she talks so much shit about me. Yo, five year olds are ruthless, dog. We get in the bathroom and she like, you made it, huh? <laughs> Said that's why. That's why you should have went to the girls' bathroom at my school. <laughs> Yo, kids tell mommy like you so nasty. Kids ain't shit, man. Kids do not care about your life. <laughs> Oh, man. That reminded me. It happened to me one time. I was driving up to Cornell, and it was raining. It was pouring down raining money. It was on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And you know, Turnpikes, ain't no motherfucking stops on the turn. They ain't shit, right? And I don't know. I had to go. All of a sudden, I had to go. And I'm pretty good at holding. Like, I could hold it for a long time. And then the Marine Corps really learned. Because if you out somewhere, you either going to shit in the bushes or pee in the bushes, or you going to wipe your ass with some leaves. Oh, you gonna hold it. And Mulatto Kells it wasn't raised to wipe her ass for no leaves, so I usually held it. So I could hold it for a while. But I had to go to the bathroom. I don't know what it was. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to make it. But I knew the next the next exit exit, I was in Pennsylvania. I was on a Pennsylvania turnpike. And I knew the next exit was not until I got into New York on back onto the freeway, like going towards Binghamton, which was like another good hour. And I was like, I ain't gonna be able to hold this shit for an hour. It was pouring down, raining, bro. And then on the turnpike, you know, it usually just be mainly trucks. It'd be some cars, but a lot of people don't like to pay the toll for the turnpike, so it mainly be trucks. I pulled over on the Pennsylvania turnpike, pouring down, raining, sheets of rain, open the passenger side car door, lean my ass out, my, my pee parts out, just enough, holding on to the steering wheel so I wouldn't fall out the car because it was raining. I couldn't just get out and go like normal. Plus, we were on a turnpike. It wasn't no bushes or nothing. And I'm like, cars is coming by, so I can't just get out and pee and shit. Hold on to the steering wheel, leaning out and pee on it. And it, thank God it was raining because I ain't have nothing to wipe with, but I just, you know, it was splashing. The shit washed the piss away. <laughs> and the shit was splashing up. And, you know, got me right. So I was like, cool, a little wet. But I was, you know, it wasn't, wasn't pissed, though. It was rainwater. It was better than piss. So I just got back in the car and uh, went on my way. But, yeah, that's a terrible feeling, man, when you got to pee and just can't. Woo. I was just, man, like, I was like, damn, how much it going to cost to detail this shit? You would have had to lie. You couldn't have told. You would have had to bribe that little girl and be like, listen, this is what happened. Um, nah, man, she don't work like that, bro. <laughs> she, she told her she want to be the police. Like, that girl tells oh, you. Oh, she you a school pigeon. Damn. Damn. She gonna tell it all, bro. <laughs> Damn. She confessions and shit. Oh, I would have made some shit up. Look, when we came outside, we had came to the car, right? And it was a homeless dude in here. And we and we had to get this homeless dude out. And that's where this piss smell came from, okay? <laughs> she she would have came home like, everybody! <laughs> Jesse peed in the car. She got it all herself. <laughs> 
Kids ain't shit, man. Kids do not care. Oh, man. All right, y'all. So, what's the name of this episode? Episode 60. We should name, what, what, is it? what is it? Piss in the car? Nah. What are we gonna call it? Can't hold it. Can't hold it. Ah! Episode 60. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, do our outros. We oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, peace, y'all. Uh, peace to the new listeners we have. Thank you um, to our two listeners that submitted those emails. Um, even though we can, um, even though you may not have, may not have agreed with us, we can't agree to disagree around here. That's cool. We, we just sorry about the gorilla, us. y'all. We sorry, but we just, I just, that was fucked up. Um, so, yeah, shout out to y'all. Um, thanks. So, y'all that have used the email, you know it, but... For other people, we're still waiting to hear from you. Thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Um, don't forget, we're also on Twitter. Thanks underscore for asking without the G. And SoundCloud and iTunes. On iTunes, I mean on SoundCloud, you can find all the Twitter links. Mine, Kells, and the podcast um, alike. Uh, is that everything? And we told y'all before, we're going to do some YouTube, uh, a YouTube episode and Try to increase our uh, presence on YouTube cause, so y'all can see how we look in real life. Um, we got to make sure we're in the same place and get some fresh cuts and shit. Um, but just stay tuned for that. Um, coming soon. And thanks for listening. And um, that's it. Peace. <laughs>